0: Week 10 in the NFL kicks off tonight with the Thursday Nighter, where the road team is 6-1 against the spread so far, or in the last seven Thursday Nighters. Anyways, this is a battle for first place in the AFC South. Indy on the road in Tennessee to face the Titans. The Colts are one-point favorites on the road. 5-3 for the Colts record, 6-2 are the Titans on the year. Indy, 0-3-1 against spread as an underdog, 1-6 against spread versus the AFC, 7-3 straight up versus Tennessee, 5-2 straight up their last seven games, they're 14-3 straight up versus Tennessee if you want to go back further, 7-1 straight up in Tennessee, 6-2 against the spread in Tennessee, the favorite is 6-1 against the spread in this head-to-head matchup, the road team is 4-1 against the spread versus each other, and the Colts are 13-4 against the spread. Versus the Colts or the Titans, I mean, sorry, the Titans. They're three and six against spread in their last nine games. Nine three straight up their last twelve. Two and five against spread as a fave, and two and five against the spread on Thursday night football. But a lot of these numbers, a lot of these signs pull point to the Colts. It is just a one point divisional spread. I kind of like the Titans to eke this one out in the last second of the game with a field goal at the end to win it by two or three, or maybe even that small one, maybe they're behind by a couple and come back to win it, but I think Derrick Henry's due for a big game. The Colts, I love them on both sides of the ball. I like both lines. Normally, I'd be all over the Colts in this matchup. Just my guts telling me tonight, Tennessee will win this game with that small spread. Houston, plus three on the road to face the Cleveland Browns. The Texans, they are 5-0 against spread versus Cleveland, 1-8 against the spread in their last nine games. They are 5-0 straight up versus Cleveland. Houston defense is allowing 154.5 rushing yards per game. That is last or worst in the NFL. Deshaun Watson's been sacked in 17 straight games and 24 times on the year already. Not a good sign. Not a good sign for that offensive line at all in Houston. The Browns are 3-8 against spread in their last 11 games. 7-2 straight up at home. 1-7 straight up versus the AFC South. 1-7 against spread versus the AFC. They're 4-15 and 1 against the spread in November are the Browns. In the head-to-head matchup, the under seven 7-2. The Fave is 6-2 against the spread. The home team six 6-2 against the spread as well have the 19th ranked pasty miles garrett tied for the league lead with nine sacks on the year already that could be trouble especially like i mentioned how many sacks the texans give up and have given up this year so far uh nine sacks that's tied first fourth Oh, Miles Garrett, yeah, tied for first with his nine sacks. And four first fumbles also ties him for first in the league in that category. Baker Mayfield followed up his best game maybe in week eight with his worst game in week nine. What version of Mayfield will we get this week? How healthy are the Browns? If Nick Chubb is a 100%, this will change my outcome on the game. If Chubb plays and is perfectly healthy, I like Cleveland to win this by three, therefore Houston will cover. Well, therefore it'll be a push. So I'll pick Houston to cover the spread. If Nick Chubb is even questionable or not 100%, I pick Houston to win and cover. So watch out for the health and injuries, like every game, every week. Jacksonville on the road in Green Bay, the Packers, thirteen and a half point home favorites in this one. The Jags, they're one and five against spread in their last six. Zero and seven straight up. Zero and five straight up on the road. They are 0 and 8 against spread versus the NFC. They're also 5 and 1 against spread vs. Green Bay, though 2 and 4 straight up versus Green Bay. The road teams 4 and 1 against spread in this head-to-head matchup. The Packers they're 4 and 1 against spread as a home favorite. They're 4 and 1 against spread their last five games. 6 and 2 against the spread in their last eight. They're 12 and 3 straight up in their last 15. And the Packers are 8 and 1 straight up at home in their last nine. 6 and 1 against spread vs. AFC. Aaron Rodgers, he is 7-6 straight up in his career versus AFC South. Seems to be a division he struggles with in his career. i like the Packers to win this game. I don't think they'll cover the spread. I think Jacksonville can do enough to hang within two touchdowns in this one. So I'll take the Jags on the points and the Packers to win the game. The Eagles are in New York to face the Giants. Philadelphia, three-point road favorites. They are 1-5 against Spread as a fave. 9-1 straight up versus the Giants. They won eight in a row in the series, I believe. 3-6 uh, against Spread in their last nine games. 7-3 straight up versus the NFC, are the Eagles. Philly is also 10-3 against Spread when these two teams play in New York. 6-1 straight up versus the Giants, or versus the NFC East in general, sorry. The road team's 5-0 oh against Spread head-to-head. The over is 10-1 in New York when they play the Eagles. The underdog is 5-2 against spread versus each other. The total's gone over in six of the the last seven Eagles road games. The Giants, they're 5-0 against spread as an underdog. 2-12 against the spread as a home underdog, though. They're 5-1 against spread their last six games. 4-16 straight up in their last 20. 2-8 against spread at home. They're 3-14 straight up versus NFC East opponents. I think the Eagles can do enough to get to 500 on the year, take out the Giants, and pretend like you're an actual playoff team for another week. Tampa Bay in Carolina, fresh off that humiliating loss, one of Tom Brady's worst games of his career. What was his pass rating? That one 40.4. A 40.4 passer rating for Tom fucking Brady. Oh my gosh, that is horrible. Horrible, horrible. Tampa Bay, you got absolutely embarrassed last week. Will this be a bounce back against another division rival? Could be a top on Carolina. Five, point, five and a half point home underdogs. All of their losses have been by eight points or less going back to last season. The Bucs, they're 2-4 against spread in their last six games, 4-2 against spread versus Carolina. They're 5-10 straight up versus Carolina, 2-6 against spread versus the NFC South. They're 8-1 straight up versus teams with losing records, though. Uh, The Rogue team is 9-4 against spread in the head-to-head series, while the under is hit in five of the seven games in Carolina when these two teams face each other. The Panthers—they're five and zero against spread as an underdog. Five and two against spread. Their last seven, three and fourteen straight up. Their last seventeen games, one and seven straight up at home this year or in their last eight. Bridgewater, he is the spread buster. 32-11 and 11 against spread. 22-5 against spread as a dog in his career. Those are just outstanding numbers. Nobody even comes close to him when you look at the percentages and breakdown. Who's in second? I can't remember now. Who's in second? I did this research a couple weeks ago, and I have just carried the numbers forward as we have gone. McCaffrey's out, which means the Panthers will be getting a lot. The Bucks, I mean, will be taking most of the money, I'm guessing, But I like Carolina to cover this spread. I think Curtis Samuel, he's going to get a lot of touches at running back and at wide receiver. And he had a huge game at wideout last week for Carolina. I think Carolina does enough to hang around in this game. And they could even sneak the upset. I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to pick Tampa to win Carolina to cover. I think this is going to be within three points no matter who wins this game. The Washington football teams in Detroit, two bad teams. Two and six is the football team. Three and five are the Lions. Lions are three and a half point home favorites. I get all my odds from Bet365, but on this game and in the Steelers game, Bet365 hasn't listed odds because they're waiting on injuries, COVID, etc., etc., to come out later in the week or at least later after the time I check them. Uh, one and six is the football team straight up in their last seven. Zero and five straight up on the road. Two and five against spread in Detroit. Alex Smith, however, who will be playing as a starting quarterback for Washington, he is five and zero in his career versus Detroit. Washington actually allows the fewest passing yards in the NFL, one hundred eighty-five point six. No one allows fewer yards through the air. I couldn't believe that stat when I read it. And they have the seventh best passer rating, or they hold QBs. To the seventh lowest passer rating. 87 is the QBR average for quarterbacks who face the Redskins, the football team's defense. My apologies. The under is 8 1 1 in this series. The home team is 4 1 against Spread. The under is 4 1 when these two teams play each other in Detroit. The Lions, they're 4-1 against spread versus Washington. 5-14 against spread, their last 19 overall. 3-14 straight up in their last 17. 0-7 straight up at home. The over is 9-1 in Detroit's last 10 home games. Detroit is 3-1 when Galladay plays this season in the full games. Not very good the rest of the way. Uh, That would make them 3-1, so they'd be 0-4 when he doesn't. Quick little math there. Uh, um, Lions, oh, don't know what to say. Galladay, that's a big issue because he is questionable this week. I think Washington's going to win this game outright, let alone cover the spread as underdogs. And not only that, but to add to Detroit's woes, Three times this year, they fielded 10 men on defense for plays and big plays that have gone against them. Well, two were big plays. One was a two-point conversion. How do you only have 10 men out there for a fucking two-point conversion? I don't understand what is going on in Detroit. I cannot bet on these guys. I don't care if I lose three or five bets this year against them because I'm going to win 10 or 11, betting against them almost every single week. I am on Washington in this game to win and cover the spread. The seven and two division-leading Buffalo Bills are in Arizona to face Kyler Murray and the Cards, who are two and a half point home favorites. The Bills are one and four against spread in their last five, seven and two on the season straight up. As I mentioned, they're six and one against spread versus Arizona. However, they're one and five against spread on the road overall. Buffalo has won six of the last seven meetings between these two teams, and the, car- the total has gone over. In five of the last six matchups two of the top 10 pass rushes in the league the bills and the cardinals arizona they're one in five games spread as home faves five and 14 and one straight up at home three and six against spread versus the afc east the under is four and one the last five games with arizona as the favorites i don't know i like the i like the bills in on this one I just like the way that they have bounced back the last couple weeks. I think the confidence is a big thing. Arizona a tight game with Miami, that whole rookie, that whole Kyler Murray versus Tua matchup was intriguing last week. I think Buffalo can go on the road and get the win. They seem to have held the edge in this recently in this matchup and I will pick the Bills to win and cover the spread. Denver Broncos on the road to face the Raiders in Las Vegas. Raiders are four and a half point home favorites. The Broncos, they're 0-4 against spread in when they're in the Raiders. I was going to say in Las Vegas, but I guess it goes back to Oakland slash LA, depending on how far back you go with the Raiders. In Las Vegas, 0-5 against spread versus Las Vegas. 13-7 against spread in their last 20 overall. 12 and 5 straight up versus Las Vegas. So they seem to be able to beat the Raiders but not cover the spread. They're 4 and 10 straight up in their last 14 row games. The underdog is 4 and 0 against spread burst. The under is 7 and 0 in the head to head matchup in the last seven games. Under is 4 and 1 versus in Las Vegas. Seven of the last eight Raiders games have gone over the number though. 4-0 against spread versus AFC West is Las Vegas. 7-3 against spread their last 10. 1-5 against spread at home. Raiders have zero pass rush. They rank 31st in the league in sacks. Will Locke have time to pass? Who knows what's going on. Phillip Lindsay, another question of health here because he's such a dynamic running back. He's averaging 5.8 or 5.9 yards per carry when he's playing. The trouble is he's hardly played at all. I have him in one of my fantasy teams, and fucking, I've had him on the bench most of the fucking year because I can't start him. I have to pick up Melvin Gordon to piggyback him half the year, or I got Melvin Gordon in one and Lindsey in my other, but anyways, it's a mess. I'd like Las Vegas to win this game, but they're not going to win by five points. I think Denver covers the spread. Look out for a sneaky upset, because Denver could straight up win this game as well. Battle of the rookie quarterbacks, two averse Herbert, LA Chargers on the road in Miami. Dolphins are two and a half point home favorites. They're five and three on the year. Who the fuck would have guessed the Dolphins are five and three on the year? Coaching, 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 all around good play, just fundamentals. They've been doing right lately, and it's been showing up in the win column. The Chargers, they're one and four against spread in Miami, four and nine against spread versus Miami, four and eleven straight up versus Miami. Last five Chargers games have gone over the number. The under is 5-0 when Chargers are in Miami, however. And the under is 12-1 in the last 13 games these two have faced each other. The under is also 4-0 when the Dolphins are favored. Uh, 4-0 against spread in their last four games is Miami. 6-1 against spread their last 7-5-1 straight up in their last 6. They are 15-5 and against the spread in their last 20 games. Tops in the NFL, the Cardinals are number two in that category. Two at 248 yards, A pair of TDs, and 122.3 QBR last week. 20 for 28 passing, big numbers. Miami actually has the eighth best pasty. This game should be interesting. Herbert against Miami's pasty. They had a little hiccup uh, in, in that aspect, but. I think that was just a flop. I think it was more or less the game and the style and all all the talk and the hype that surrounded that game. But I I like Miami to win this game in cover against the Chargers. The biggest question mark in my mind in Week 10 is the Pittsburgh Steelers. All the uh, the players uh, that have been put on the COVID list uh, injuries, etc. I think their eight perfect 8-0 record is in serious jeopardy this week against a division rival. The Bengals are in town at 7.5 point underdogs. Cincinnati is 7-20 and 1 against spread versus pit, 2-5 against spread in pit, 6-1 against spread their last seven games. So 0-10 straight up versus Pittsburgh. The Bengals are 0-15 and 1 straight up on the road. That one tie was against Philly earlier this year. They're 1-6 straight up in Pittsburgh. Cincinnati has lost by 5 or less points four times this year. So it tells me they're able to keep it close. Burrow has been playing well, but the team just hasn't quite found it yet to get enough W's in the win column. The under is 4-0 versus under is 5-1 with Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. The Steelers, they're 5-1 against spread, unbeaten, like I said, perfect team, 8-0, 8-1 straight up at home in their last nine. The Steel Curtain, here's some stats for you, the Steelers' defense, if you don't think Pittsburgh is for real. Second in QBR, 79.7, 5th in yards per game, 1st in completion percentage, tied for 1st with 11 interceptions, tied for 1st in sacks with 32, tied for 1st in Q- they are in first with QB hits at 83, and the Bengals have allowed 28 sacks, which is tied for 29. Big Ben, that's the big issue this week. If Big Ben plays or not, can the Steelers' defense do enough to win this game? Absolutely. I have no doubt in my mind that the Steelers can win this game. However, can they do enough to keep this to a Steelers covering a 7.5-point spread? I don't think so. If Big Ben is out. Cincinnati covers the spread. I'm going to pick the Bengals to cover the spread, regardless who plays on either side. And Pittsburgh to win the game. The Seahawks are in L.A. to face the Rams. The Rams are one and a half point home favorite. Seahawks coming off that loss to Buffalo last week. Could this be a losing streak beginning for the Seahawks? Seattle is 2-6 against the spread in L.A. facing the Rams, 1-4 straight up first the Rams, 1-5 straight up in L.A. against the Rams. The Hawks, they might have the 4th best run defense in the NFL, but the absolute worst pass defense maybe I've seen in my entire life, giving up 362.1 yards per game through the air, totally unacceptable, Buffalo, Josh Allen had a field day last week, everybody's having a field day against the Seattle pass defense, I think the Rams could have a lot of fun through the air on Sunday, the over is 4-1 and one in the head-to-head series, the underdog is 14-6 against Spreadverse, the under is 7-3 and three when these two teams play in L.A., the Rams, their 2-4 against spread their last 6-5-0 oh, straight up at home, however. Their last five games have gone under the number. The Rams surrendered the second-fewest passing yards per game and ranked 5th in sacks. Well, the Seahawks, they've allowed 24 sacks, ranking 24th this year. Russell Wilson, my God, taken hits... And still playing like a fucking MVP and giving Seattle a chance to win week in and week out. He is the reason Seattle's in every game. And he is the reason they're 6-2. and two. Nine sacks, Aaron Donald, nine sacks tied for first. Please don't let him get loose on Wilson. I enjoy watching Seattle play. I love watching Russell Wilson play. I just don't think this defense is Good enough to get this win this week. I think Seattle's going to lose their second in a row. I think the Rams will win this game. And they will cover the small little one and a half point spread it sits at. San Fran in New Orleans to face the Saints. The Saints are nine point home favorites. San Fran, they're 4-0 against spread in New Orleans. They're 6-1 against spread versus New Orleans. They're two and four against spread. Their last six and straight up. They're four and eight straight up versus New Orleans. Ten and three straight up on the road. Three and seven against spread versus New Orleans or versus the NFC South. That is three and seven is San Fran. The road teams five and zero against spread in this head-to-head matchup. Well, the over is seven and one. The over seven and zero oh when New Orleans is favored. The over is hit in the last four home games. For the Saints. Uh, Total has gone over in 7 of the last 8 Saints games overall. They are 2-5 and five against spread in their last 7. 1-5 and five against spread as a favorite. And New Orleans haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher in 46 straight games. They have the number 2 ranked run defense. Letdown. Trap game. Big beating over Tom Brady. Drew Brees playing for that. Not only that career who's the best of all time. The touchdown pass, I can't talk today, career passing, touchdown passing leaders battling it out where Breeze overtook Brady again last week. I think this is a letdown game for the Saints. I like San Fran to pull off the upset and that means they will definitely cover the spread. And for no other reason than I just think the Saints, this is a bit of a trap, a bit of a letdown. I believe they have a big game next week. They... Uh, another divisional game, So I, I could see San Fran just sort of squeaking this one out. I have no real logic. The Saints are the better team in my opinion, but I think San Fran will go in there and get the win on Sunday. Baltimore Ravens at New England. Ravens, seven-point road favorites. They are perfect. 10-0 straight up on the road in their last 10 road games. They're also 4-1-1 against Spread in New England, 13-5-1 against Spread their last 19, they're 17-3 straight up in their last 20. They're 4-1 straight up versus New England, and they're 2-8 straight up in New England. A lot of that was while Brady and Belichick was together, so I kind of throw some of these stats out in this matchup. The over is 4-0 when Baltimore plays New England. The underdog is 6-2-1 against Spread, the road team is 6-2-1 against the Spread. The Patriots—they're one and four against spread. Their last five—one and four straight up. Nine three against spread as a dog. Baltimore rushes for 170.1 yards per game, 5.1 yards per carry. That is first and third, respectively, in the NFL. The Pats, Rundy, well. 28th in the league. They allow 140.4 yards per game and 4.6 yards per carry. That does not bode well this week for them. The pass do hold QBs to an 86.9 passer rating. Good for six best in that category in the NFL. But I don't think that's enough. I think Baltimore, as much as you heard Lamar saying defense are calling out their plays, I don't think it matters with him and that rushing attack, especially in this matchup this week. might make a difference in the playoffs or going forward against other playoff contenders, but I think Baltimore goes in and cakes New England. I'll be surprised if they don't win by 10 or more. Last time I said I'd be surprised, Pittsburgh almost choked to Dallas, so I like Baltimore to win a cup. The Monday nighter this week, Minnesota... At Chicago, the Bears are two and a half point home underdogs. The Vikings are one and five against spread versus Chicago, three and fourteen against spread in Chicago, two and twelve against spread on Monday Night Football, five and one against spread in their last six, four and eight straight up their last twelve, one and four straight up versus Chicago, five and two against spread on the road. The underdog in this series is five and one against spread, the under is five and one when they play in Chicago. The home team is 25 10 against Spread in the head to head matchup, while the under is 5 1 in the last six Bears games. And the last six games, Chicago was an underdog. The Bears, they're 16 3 straight up at home versus Minnesota. 7 13 against Spread, their last 20 overall. Total's gone under in 12 of 17 games versus Minnesota. Total's gone under in 12 of the last 15 home games for the Bears. Kirk Cousins, all you need to know, 0-9 straight up in his career on Monday Night Football. I will take the Bears to win and cover this game. Kirk Cousins, 0-10, good night, peace.